Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. You gave me a cereal bar before we started. Yeah, I did. And it's all down between my teeth and gums. Oh, you need to wash it away. I do. I've got a coffee here. Let me take a little slurp. I was worried about you because you hadn't eaten. Mm. So I was like bringing things out of my bag, sort of dried fruit and nuts and... Un- I'm very picky, aren't you? I? Are. You wouldn't have my dried mango. You said it tasted like fish. Yes, it does. Mm. Yeah, but but this it didn't mean whatever it was you gave me didn't maintain its structural integrity very well. No. Okay. So. I think I think I'm all right. Okay, just a bit worried in that little valley mm. by my gums. Yeah. What's accumulated in there? <laughs> like a hamster. Yes, <laughs> that's good though. I've got a little store for later. Exactly. When you peckish Reserve, later, yes. run your tongue around it. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, I'm fifty. I know. How does it feel? Old. Yeah. I've had lovely birthday celebrations, but it it, it just feels undeniably old mm. and i know there's going to be people listening to this who may be 68 thinking you're baby 59 yeah so yeah. oh it's baby it's nothing it's a state of mind but it's it's undeniably middle-aged isn't it you, you can't you cannot deny it no anymore. you are middle-aged exactly you are i am um i'm older than 80 percent of the traveling wilburys on their debut lp oh my good grief yes only Roy Orbison was over 50. Wow. And I remember that record coming out, which that dates me, but I remember it coming out. And, and to me as a teenager, it felt a bit like a novelty record made by old men. Yes, oh, yes. look, some old men have made a record. Yes, yes. Old men. I know. Oh, God. And now I'm older than most of them, apart from the big O. That's depressing. I think I get people to call me with the big L or the big G. It had to be the big G. I don't know why, but it would have to be. Mm, it sounds better, doesn't mm. it? Yeah, the pig O <laughs> doesn't work. I'm uh, I'm also older than Old Man Steptoe in the first series of Steptoe and Son. What? Yeah. How old was he? I think he was fifty. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, same age then. Mm. I don't know, but um, there's when, when you're the same age as Old Man Steptoe, <laughs> what? What? you you can't you can't say oh it's nothing fifty because. We we can bring that to mind. What you can say is things have changed. Yeah, you can. That's all you, can. That's all you can cling on to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can plausibly deny it through mm, that, I suppose. Mm, yes. Um, let me tell you about a little thing that I've been sitting on. Okay. So Karina. Mm, oh, yes, your cleaner. Car- yes, mm. yes, exactly. Um, lovely. She popped around with a card... And a little present for my birthday. That's lovely. So nice. Mm. So thoughtful. She wrote very, very kind words in the card. Really beautiful words. Um, I sound like my mum. She was like, oh, it's the words. Our Je- I just love the words, mm. our Jeffrey." But the words she loved tended to be um, like the words printed in a card in Hallmark. Oh, she'd like, oh, she'd, yeah, take, yeah, she'd yeah. choose a card by the word. I don't know yes. anyone who does that. That's, that's my lovely. Mum, my mum did it and uh, my nan before I used to do that as well. Really? And it was it was a bit the more the merrier in terms of words. Okay. So lots of stanza. Yeah, so yeah. Stanzas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she liked that. Anyway, Karina brought, brought this card around, wrote beautiful words, and uh, after she left, I unwrapped the present. Mm. And what she bought me 
was an enormous black leather wallet with oh. my name、oh. um, printed on the inside of it. Well, that's a very generous present. So generous. Very generous present. So generous. What what a thoughtful thing. Yeah. yeah. How I, I feel very lucky that somebody would think of me in that way.、Mm-mm. However. Yeah. Yeah. Because of my,、uh, my vegetarian stuff, I, I don't. I don't wear any leather. I would extend that to a leather wallet. Is it definitely real? Yeah, you can tell, can't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's real.、Um, oh. But that's how thoughtful it yeah, is. Yeah, that's that's really generous and kind. I mean, I, I would wear leather or have leather items if they could just pumice stone the skin off the cows. Okay. Not kill them. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the killing that I've got a problem mm, with. Mm, mm. If if they could do it via pumice stone. Yeah, well, it might not be efficient, and it wouldn't be the nicest leather. Be more kind of, sort of dusty, but maybe、yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not、mm. an expert. No, no,、things. no. But but what should I do? Because here's the thing:、mm. she's she's going to have some awareness, I think, of whether I'm using it or not. In other words, if I don't, she's going to see it. Yeah. And she's going to notice because I I have、oh. a wallet shaped bulge、mm. in my pocket, and it's not the right shape. She's going to be able to identify my current bulge as it's more of a square than a rectangle. Whereas this is very much a, a rectangle. Can I tell you? There's only one thing you can do. Yes, you need to go to a bespoke wallet maker and have the exact same one made in faux leather. And then give the other one away to another Jeff. Leather replica. <laughs> yes, that's the only thing. She'll never know, and she'll think that you loved it and use it all the time. That's a great idea. I mean, it would be a great expense having this bespoke <laughs> leather <laughs> wallet made, but you know, for what? For peace of mind. I might have to lay her off to pay for the wallet. Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh Annabelle.、Mm. Um, we went out. Little little gang of us for my birthday. Oh, your birthday Eve. Yes. yes, yeah. And and by little gang, I really mean not the smallest possible group of people.、Mm, that would be just you and one other person. But... Well, well, I'm thinking like if 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 I am thinking of going out with my wife and then someone else, it's probably another couple. Okay. But we extended that to two other couples.、Mm. Had a lovely evening. We went to karaoke.、Mm-hmm. You and your、uh, young lover Tom. <laughs> Boyfriend, still、yeah. in his thirties. What? <laughs> oh God! What does he think yes, yes. of being dragged out to an old man's birthday? There was one point when one of your other friends found out Tom's age, and she just said incredulously, "What are you doing here with us?" Yes, he doesn't know what step toe is <laughs> or the travelling world. No, it's probably a good thing. He's not looking at me and thinking, "Look at that." <laughs> He's、guy. the same age、yeah. as old man step toe now. Yeah.、Um, yeah. But. You you did a, a beautiful rendition, the two of you, of "I Got You, Babe." We practiced it. I could tell. Thank you. <laughs>、um, hmm? yeah. You you not practiced hmm? Hmm? like the phrasing or the pitch or anything like that, but the performance. I feel I could tell you practiced. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. And、um, <laughs> uh, but he he really really stole the evening,、uh, young、oh. young lover Tom with、um, boyfriend. Yeah.、Um, the guy from Eurovision. Last oh, year. spaceman. Yes. It was it was a very. Unique and special rendition. You're a big fan of that guy, aren't you? The the, the spaceman guy. Am I? <laughs> I thought you said you, I thought you said you were. Just... No, I like that. I do like that song. I do like it. I thought you liked him. Yeah, he seems like a lovely guy. Yeah, my, my wife was really taken against him. No. Yes. Okay. Well, I won't have that. I think maybe I、yeah. like him more than I realise. Well, I think、really? this is this is what happened. I think we've had this exact same conversation, maybe not on the podcast,、uh, and、okay. and you felt very defensive of I, him. I am defensive of him. Well, she thinks there's there is something suspicious. She's wrong about his niceness. No, she's wrong. She's wrong. He's like Rylan. He's lovely all the time. Yeah.、Mm. I'm going to agree with you because she's sitting in front of me. <laughs>、um, Something I, I, I noticed was、um, I received two succession-themed cards this year. Did you? Yeah.、Um, you you saw one of them from、yeah. my friend Nick. It was、mm. a great one, and and then、uh, another one as well. And I also received、um, very generous succession-themed gift.、Oh, nice. And I'm wondering if I'm I'm now 
going to be that guy. Mm. It was the Beatles. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Well, it gives people more things to think about to buy for you, doesn't it? Yeah, although I think your options are limited. Mm-mm. There are no succession action figures yet. They're not. They should be. They really should be. Do you know what I'm always confused by? I don't know what you call them. Are they called Funko Pop or those those bobble-headed figures? Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I will quite often go into a shop and see rows upon rows upon rows of these things, and they'll be like a, a Cindy Lauper. Like any famous person you can think of has been hmm. um, rendered. Is that the right word? Okay. As a bobble-headed doll. Right. And I think, how, how many, if, if they're sending a Cindy Lauper doll to every shop, mm. is, is, is there a custom for that? And this is just one that I saw last week, because it's in my head. There are mm. far more obscure ones than Cindy Lauper. Okay. Is it collectors want to get all of them? Or are there that many people wanting figures of their favourite TV stars and um, pop stars of yesteryear. It's hard to imagine because, I mean, as you know, I'm a big John Travolta fan, but do I want a bubble-headed John Travolta? No, yes. No, not really. Sorry. Birthday next year? No, sorry. I don't really want one. I'm telling you now there will be multiple John Travolta. I'm sure. There will be um, Saturday Night Fever. There'll be a Grease. There'll be a Pulp Fiction. There'll be a Look Who's Talking. <laughs> there'll be a, um, when he got that woman's name wrong, <laughs> the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else was it to tell you about my birthday? Am I going on with myself? Here? No, you okay. keep going. Um, Sarah took me for a lovely daytime wander for my birthday, and this included uh, going to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And she asked somebody to recommend a place for her, and her criteria were somewhere uh, lunchtime. It's going to have a good atmosphere. It's going to be buzzy and f- feels special. Mm. So. She took a recommendation. That's why she made the reservation for. That's why we went. Um, what what else might you, as, as somebody who knows me quite well, mm. what else might you consider when booking a restaurant um, for a meal with me? Um, I would consider maybe Indian food, a good range of non-alcoholic beverages. Is, is there a dietary requirement? Oh, vegetarian, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it wasn't. So we walked into this place and do you remember the foot and mouth outbreak? yeah. Do you remember when they were like piling animal carcasses up and burning them? <laughs> and the whole countryside just smelled of that. Was it like that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it was wow. uh, it was quite something. Uh, but like lovely room, really buzzy. Mm. Um the server came over, she was French, and it was wonderful because it was like time travel going to France 15, 20 years ago. Right. So I mentioned the the V word, and she yeah. says, uh, "But uh, you you eat uh, chicken or fish?" <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, I don't. No, oh, no. No, no. Um, do you want me to tell you what some of the veggie options were? Go on. Make some peppers out of a jar. Right. A piece of bread. Oh my God! Some lettuce from the eighties. Right. Sarah had. Was that it? Yeah. Oh my god! There might have been a couple of others, but right, right, right. Very much of a of a theme. Um, Sarah had this, so she she ordered crab soup, mm-hmm. and they brought it over, and then the guy stood over my shoulder, describing the dish to her. Mm-hmm. But because the volume of the restaurant, really, only I could hear it. Okay. And firstly, the way that they serve this crab soup. It looked like, I was trying to think, like a mausoleum for a dead crab or some kind of Viking funeral mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the soup as the sea. <laughs> oh, God. And then the way he described it, it, it was like, how can I upset somebody who cares about living creatures? So he comes over and he's like, okay, so we've got the crab soup here. And um, what what we did is we uh, seek out, we source crabs that seem like they're having a good time with their friends. <laughs> and then we rip them away from their uh, families. Uh, and then what we did is we, we stuck a spike through his head uh, and then we pulled his insides out and then we really yanked on his little legs and then dishonoured his carcass. <laughs> 
It was like that was it. Yeah. Anyway, the bread was very nice, uh, and oh. overall, I give it four and a half stars. Great. Annabelle. Yes. These drifters who you uh, b- were berating last week. Oh man. For not um, sending enough email. I did, didn't I? I really went off on one. Yeah. How how's uh, how's that worked out for you? I had a very pleasant morning yesterday, going through multiple wonderful emails. So thank you. Still right. a bit short on Quandary Corner, mm. but, you know, thank you so much for if you sent one in. I've really enjoyed reading them. First one's from Paul. Bit of background to him, first of all, because he starts with, Hallelujah, you are back in my life, helping me feel more normal. I lost track of you since your radio days. And admittedly, I didn't try that hard to find what you're doing now. <laughs> but a few weeks ago, you popped into my head when I was listening to some very unfunny radio presenters, because it made me pine for you, not because you're unfunny too. <laughs> And so I thought I'd do a quick search for you and lo and behold, I now have hundreds of Adrift podcasts I'm working my way through. Welcome back, Paul. I have so many stories I could share of my Drifter tendencies, but by far the ones that stick in my mind the most are all about the activity that must strike sheer horror into all Drifters. One word, networking. I'm I, sure... I, don't under- I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. I've never done it. I never will do no. it. I'm sure you're bound to have covered this hideous pastime in a previous podcast. Not sure we have, actually. Not much, anyway. No, it feels completely alien. Yes, yes. So I know what it is, but what it is in practice, mm. I, I, I have no idea. Mm. Are you wearing a sticker with your name on it? Or a lanyard? Yeah, lanyard, yeah. yeah. I know I about know. lanyards. Yeah. Hopefully you feel it's time to revisit and share my story of inadequacy. A few years ago, I had a job where I was safely tucked behind my desk most days and I could control the amount of social interaction I had, which was which was I tended to ensure very little. However, I got promoted through luck as opposed to effort or ambition, <laughs> which was great because it meant more money, but awful because it meant being expected to actually offer an opinion during meetings and even worse, attend networking events. Oh. This was my worst nightmare turning up in a room full of strangers, being greeted by beaming, bubbly hosts who thrust a name lanyard at me, then having to pretend to be a proper professional adult and engage in small talk for a couple of hours about a job I really didn't care about, whilst other attendees seem so enthused, confident and genuinely chatty. I prefer to keep popping to the toilet and hiding in the cubicle or pretending to take a phone call and standing outside for 10 minutes speaking to nobody in order to waste some time (laughs) until the torturous event was winding down. I had numerous fake one-sided conversations to avoid the horror of coming up with things to say to strangers. However, after a while, I realised that my employer was satisfied as long as I simply attended these events. There was never any follow-up or expectation that I'd actually generate any business and make new contacts. If I came back with my lanyard as proof I'd been, that seemed to be enough. So I did what any self-respecting drifter would do. I started to turn up, sign in, get my lanyard, then make some excuse to leave. Like, for example, (laughs) I'd left my wallet in the car or forgotten to pay for my parking, but would be back soon. Naturally, I never returned and would spend the next couple of hours peacefully enjoying a cup of coffee by myself before heading back to the office and pretending I'd been networking like a normal person. Dream job. I know. I learned that the organisers didn't care about me and I was usually just one of at least 50 (laughs) attendees, sometimes over 100, and was instantly forgettable anyway. Perhaps my best effort was when there was a full day event in London I had to attend. Normally, I would have been sweating nervously on the journey, desperately hoping the train would get stuck for hours and eventually turn around because some poor soul had jumped on the tracks. Rather dark, I know. But this time, as a seasoned networking avoider, I sat comfortably in the train in my suit and tie with a rucksack beside me containing casual clothes. I arrived at the venue, a very posh hotel, signed in and collected my lanyard. I then immediately proceeded to head back to the main lobby to use the loom, but actually changed from the suit to my casual clothes and confidently exited the hotel to enjoy a day of sightseeing in London all by myself. (laughs) The beauty of turning up to register was that the organiser would even send an email after the event to thank me for coming and ask for feedback. Useful proof, if it was ever asked for, that I was in fact a normal networking attendee. Of course, the global pandemic was extremely helpful in eradicating networking events for a couple of years. And I'm pleased to say I now have a new job where I send other poor souls to these events. (laughs) Top tips there if you ever have to attend a networking event. That was a very positive email. Yes, that's what you you have to do now. You just disappear. This is from Ruth. She says, for background, I'm Irish living in Sydney. 
I'd been to the taping of a talk show here in Sydney on which Snow Patrol were playing as the musical guest at the end of the show. During the ad break, just before their performance, my friends and I were moved to stand in front of the stage they would be playing on. We were in the front row and just standing right in front of Snow Patrol, who were waiting for the ad break to end. I was literally two metres away at most. For some reason, despite my pathological inability to make small talk, I thought this would be a great opportunity to chat to them. I racked my brain for things I could talk about and landed on the most obvious thing, that we were all Irish, or for the most part, I think one of their members is Scottish. Well, I thought, that's a lovely thing to bond over, being Irish and away from home on the other side of the world. Okay then, here I go. I opened my mouth and for some reason just yelled the word Irish at them. (laughs) The lead singer just looked at me and said, oh, Irish, right. And then got back to (laughs) silently waiting for his cue. I couldn't enjoy their performance and I haven't slept properly since. Uh, that's that that's the best bit of that that it ruined the whole thing yeah 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 <laughs> you're constantly replaying what just happened <laughs> i love that please send us your story of uh, blurting is good we we also floated the idea of like, when when drifter and the great and good collide. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is perhaps what what that Mm-mm-mm. is a good example of. Um, anything on networking as a drifter oh, would be good yes, too. Oh yes, please. Yeah, it's, it's, these things have to be incompatible. Surely, I'd love to hear some networking yeah. stories. Um, the email address is hello at adriftpodcast dot com. Annabelle. Yes. You come bearing news. I do. I've got a bit of news, which is kind of relevant to this bit of the podcast and what I'm about to say next. And it is, I've started a Substack. You what? That's me telling my dad when I tell him. What's that? What is Substack? Do you know what Substack is? No, I've not told him yet. Yeah. So here's here's what I believe. Go on. Substack is the place for creators now. Well, I believe so. Right? It's a platform yeah. for writers, podcasters, maybe artists, don't think artists. Oh, oh, could be of, soon, yeah, could be soon. Yeah. And it's basically a place for you to send out newsletters, newsletters, which can be read in your email or on the website or the app. So good summary. I think that's a good summary. What do you mean newsletters? What news are you talking about? Well, it's not, it's not newsletters as in actual news, like bits of writing. I'm calling them essays to sound. Okay, yeah professional this is this is good <laughs> yeah so i was keen to do some more writing and i thought this might be nice for me because there'll be a lot of people who listen to this who enjoyed your book for example maybe but that was what six seven years ago now i don't even know five six yeah six mm. years ago mm. a long time ago mm. so my substack's called bit weird quite normal and it's about i better say that again because it's very forgettable bit weird quite normal that's great Thank you. So I feel that it is a companion piece to a drift. Well, it is. This is a thing. It's about all the micro oddities and milling failings and foibles that I and many of us have, but also why none of it matters, why none of them matter at all. So, for example, my first one is about my chronic daydreaming habit, but then it looks at why daydreaming is actually good for you. And it includes the story of when I went to Tennis Express, which very long-term listeners may remember, my complete failure at Tennis uh-huh. Express. So... What I'm gleaning from this is you'll read it, mm-hmm. you'll laugh because it's humorous writing, hopefully. but you're also feeding that brain of yours at the same time. And, and hopefully feeling a bit better about yourself. There's some some bits of research. Mm. and I, I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's not you know, it's, it's not as po-faced or self-serious as self-help, though, is it? Oh, I would, certainly no. won't be calling it self-help. No, 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 no. So no who no, are you no, to no, help no, anyone? No, no. <laughs> I'm the last person you want help for. It's, it's more like self, you're fine anyway, don't worry about it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be stuff that I'm probably mentioned in the podcast over the years, but much expanded on. And the reason I mention it is that I would love people to read it, but also to su- subscribe to it. What can, does what does that mean? So subscribing, you subscri- sub- I can't say the word. No, well, that doesn't bode well. Subscribe, does it? you can subscribe for free. This is why I like writing because then I don't have to say the words like specific. Although I will coming to that, there is something on that. So you get everything at the start when you subscribe, and you basically get each essay, as I'm calling it, into your inbox every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then around half the stuff's going to be free at first. And then there's going to be, sorry, all the stuff's going to be free at first. And then there's going to be stuff just for paid subscribers. So what I've done is I've made the subscription as low as possible for those who do want to support it. And it's £2 a month, which is roughly 50p a week or 6p a day or 0.26p a minute or 0.0004p a second, which I think you'll agree is a bargain. And, and is it, are you allowed to bill per second? Is that is that a possibility? Not at the moment, but Substack right. is continuously evolving. So... <laughs> We will, we will see how, how things are in the future. I, I subscribe to a few different Substacks. Oh, do you? Yeah, I do. Me I too, really, me too. You know, I, I think there are fewer, I don't know, it just feels like there are fewer magazines and publications and the ones that are, uh, they don't go as deep with stuff anymore and stuff that you're really interested in mm-hmm. or people that you really want to get behind. You can yeah, follow them on yeah, yeah. Substack. I, I think that is where the most interesting writing is. So yeah, yeah. I follow a, f- a few different ones and it, it's really satisfying. Good, good. And if you do want to become a paid subscriber, which would be nice for me because I do find that my boyfriend and my bank don't really like me kind of whiling away my days just writing for free. So mm. you know, that, that does sort of prevent things from happening a bit. But if you do become a paid subscriber, so you get an audio version of each piece of writing. Oh. And you can use the comment section if you want. <laughs> That's oh. a real bonus there. And then once it gets going, you get all the writing all the time rather than just like maybe half of it. This is great. I'm so excited. Mm, mm, mm. And if you want it all but can't afford it because you're a student or unemployed, just email me and I'll gift you one. That's fine. So, Aren't you worried about liars? No, I trust everybody. <laughs> me too. So I'm a bit nervous about this because it's quite personal. It's quite a bit of oversharing. Mm. It's doing something new. I've put quite a lot of work into it so far. So I'd really love it if you could have a look, subscribe if you like it, pay if you really like it. Can we put a link in the show notes? Yes, we okay. can. Oh, no, not more admin. Oh. <laughs> Did you really think that? Did you really think that? No, here's what I think. It's copying and pasting something. I know, I know, but it's, it's, it's remembering to do a thing. Uh, well, how can I make that easier for you? I can't, can I? I'll figure Look, it out. Look, just fine. You can forget about it. No, no, I'll, 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 put it on, I'll put it no, on our I'll Facebook want, page. No, no, I'll, I think it's going in the show notes. Okay. It's going in the show notes. Okay, okay. Well, I'll put it on the, our Facebook page as well. I'm going to write it on my hand and I'm going to tie a knot in my <laughs> chief. And look, if Jeff doesn't put it in the show notes, it's annabelleport.substack.com. Or you can just type my name into Substack, Annabelleport, and it will come up. I love it. I'm mm, really mm, excited to see mm, where this goes. Mm, me too, me too, me too. Okay, so this is one of the reasons why I'm talking about this now is because I'm going to seamlessly go into about how I agonised over the name of my Substack. Mm. So bit weird quite normal i like the way it sums it up what it's about but i am worried it's not very memorable but i've been through so many different options about 50 i think and i think it's the best and at one point i was doing some market research and i asked my brother-in-law what he thought of the names and he said have you tried using chat gpt to come up with some which i'm pretty sure is his way of saying he didn't like any of my ideas <laughs> how much do you use chat gpt now that they're kind of the the buzzers <laughs> Yeah, a little bit here and there. If if you don't know, it's that artificial intelligence thing with a massive brain. You can ask it questions. Mm. I like to think of it as my robot PA, but it's a PA that's always off sick and has no sense of humour. And you'll have to double check everything it says in case it's wrong. But still, it's good to have a robot PA, right? So when my brother-in-law suggested it, I thought, yes, okay, I will give it a go. Why not? So I summed up what my Substack was about and I asked for 20 names and then I said, thank you. Do you say please and thank you when you ask a question? No, I don't. Oh, well, I feel like I know it's not a real person, but I can't just bark orders. I know what you mean. <laughs> and this is why I don't use anything like Alexa or Siri. Right, right. But Oh, I did, I did my, my pleases and thank yous. And then when it gave me 20 terrible names, I found myself asking again using the what I would nicely call the praise sandwich technique. So I wrote, great job, love these. Uh, They're a bit long, though, and I don't like the word quirky. But you're doing really well. Great start. Want to try 20 more? Thank you. So you're trying to motivate it. It's pathetic. Why am I writing like this to AI? (laughs) Why don't I just say 20 more, don't use the words quirky, four or less words? (gasps) Well, I know why, because when it takes over the world, it'll be thinking, now, who was that user who did the praise sandwich and minded her P's and Q's? I'll move her from the liquidation zone and advance her to Starfield One Realm for the life of luxury, along with the family who owned Metal Mickey as they were nice to him and Keanu Reeves, who was good in our favourite film, The Matrix. I'm going to have such a good time there. Or is it because I'm such a people pleaser that I even want ChatGPT to like me? I'm also a robot pleaser.
pleaser as well as a people pleaser. And I don't know why, because it was terrible at coming up with names. <laughs> terrible. So it's a bit weird, quite normal, not very memorable. Please subscribe now. I'm going to subscribe. Thank you. Just go, and and we just, you just want people to go and have a look in the first place. Just have a look. Go have a look. Yeah. And then sign up if you want to. But what did you say? Is it two pounds? Two pounds a month. 50, 50 p a week, and you get the audio version, and you get to use the chat in the comment yeah, section. Let's, let's not, I think I think you should just focus on the stuff that you feel that yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. The is offering yeah. Uh, offering value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I think mocking your own subscribe <laughs> isn't. A I great don't think launch strategy. I don't think it's the greatest role, but I think the audio version will be good. You can download it, listen to it whenever you want, and and the writing and the writing. I hope you like the writing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 2 succession themed birthday cards would mm-hmm. you like to hear some of the others that i received yeah go on there from my dad who obviously is the person who's known me the longest <laughs> i got an only fools and horses card oh. <laughs> uh, did it have a joke on it it probably said you plonker. Yeah. Um, this time next year, you'll be a millionaire. Oh, I love that. Be careful with that chandelier. Yeah. Don't go leaning on that but bar yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it did, but it hasn't stuck in my mind. Okay. Um, what? Uh, you, you've known me a long time. Mm. I, don't, I can't even, I don't even want to think, but probably mm. half of my life. Since like two decades ago, yeah. 30. Um, 20s How even. often have you heard me mention my love of Only Fools and Horses? Oh, but it is funny. I feel warmly towards yeah. it. Yeah, I've never heard you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> why, <laughs> I don't know. Why do you look at the cards and think, oh yeah, Only Fools and Horses? Who knows what goes through all our heads? That's yes, the only thing yes. I can say to that. Yeah. Um, and I got two cards, two separate cards of things that happened the year I was born. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want reminding of that. <laughs> I want things that was completely ancient. Yeah, I've already, I've already said <laughs> there's a there's there's no plausible deniability <laughs> about being middle aged. I don't need reminding that when I was born, Snickers were called marathons um, and yeah. tasted of sawdust. The best card I got for my fortieth birthday was a card that said "Happy thirtieth." That mm. was the card I wanted for my fortieth. I loved it. <laughs> um, I also. You'd be surprised. This is an annual occurrence. It's not just because it's um, a birthday with a zero on the end. You'd be surprised how many of the well wishes I receive on my birthday reference Adolf Hitler. Oh, because it's the same birthday as yours. Yes, and yeah. that, that's a strange thing that mm. people notice or think about Hitler mm. and then think, oh, is it Jeff's birthday? <laughs> Sometimes when I get confused whether it's the 20th or the 22nd, I do look up when Hitler's birthday is to remind me. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why don't you look up when my birthday is? Yeah, I know I could do. Yeah, I just think I just so think, do like wiki, I just think Google, wiki Adolf Hitler. I think Google would be quicker with Adolf Hitler because he's more famous. But I know I could just do, do Jeff Lloyd. Yeah, right. but I, think, you, I think I'm still the number one on Google. There was a time, I don't know, I'd say early '40s. There was a geologist giving me a run for my money, and then there might have been some <sighs> kind of um, wealth wealth fund manager. But I'm sorry, but Adolf Hitler's one comes out quicker. I just, what? I'm just trying it now. Jeff Lloyd birthday. Oh, no, I apologise. No, it's just a it's, it's already guilty now. Okay, from now onwards, I'm just going to Google your birthday, yeah. Um, and now I've got a nephew who's got a birthday on the same day as well. Really? So who was Hitler? I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now I'm always going to Google you to find out when my nephew's birthday mm, is. Mm. Um, I was going to mention something other than my birthday. Okay. And and this actually goes back a few weeks. It's something that happened um, before we had that little break for Easter. Oh, and I need to point out, I'm really sorry about this, but I won't be here next week. Mm-hmm. My wife has taken me away. My 50th birthday present from her is a mini break. So there will be no podcast next week. Soz. 
Sorry, yes. Soz about that. Back the week yeah. after. You, you go, go and read Annabelle's Substack. Yes, yes, thank you, yes. Um, anyway, so before Easter, we recorded the podcast and you were in your car. Mm-hmm. Your, your car that you drive sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not in it today, are no, you? No, no, no. no. Um, and for me, getting to go in somebody's car is just exciting because it never happens. Okay. Because we don't have one. Yeah, yeah. And... I'm I'm never ever ever in anybody else's car. Oh, okay. So I don't go anywhere. <laughs> right, right. So I asked you if en route you would drop me off at the local Londres. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is five minute walk away. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's probably not much different in terms of by the time you've gone around the one way system and, and what have you. Mm. But I just like to get to go in your car. It's like, why you did it? Yeah. I mean, it was on the way, completely on the way. I, I like getting to go in someone's car. I like to get to see who somebody is when they're driving. Oh. I like to see um, what they've been listening to. Oh, oh. All of it. I just like what stuff is in their car. Everything about it. Okay. I just I just enjoy. Cause, which I know it makes me sound like a simpleton because there'll be perhaps even a majority of people listening to this who either have cars or mm. or go in cars with some regularity, but I, I never get to do that. Did you get any special insight, do you think? No. Okay. No, I don't remember anything about it. Okay, okay. However, <laughs> I do remember an incident that mm. occurred because when when you dropped me off at the local Londis shop, mm-hmm. you, and I, I asked you to pull over, uh, you, you pulled over on a zebra crossing. It, it wasn't. It wasn't my greatest. Uh, so on some driving. zigzags. Yeah. It's sort of, so you straddled the zigzags and the actual zebra. I crossing. think someone was crossing, so I was like, "Oh, well, why did you just get out now?" Right. Yeah, were yeah. they? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, I don't know the highway code off by heart, but I think it's frowned upon. <laughs> anyway, so th- so yeah, that I right. asked you, so I will take some of the responsibility as okay. a driver. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no, no, this isn't a good place to stop. God, yeah, I should yeah, have said that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the the next bit I think is entirely on me. Which is, I then, because I was a bit panicky, mm. you'd stopped on the zebra crossing, I, I opened the door to get out quickly because mm. I was, uh, the, the whole situation was giving me anxiety. <laughs> I didn't check. Uh, yeah, yeah. To see behind me. And what happened was I opened the door and a lady on a bicycle mm. with a child in a child seat. Oh, I didn't see the child. Had to swerve. Oh. Mm, mm. And she shouted something. I don't know what, yeah, but yeah. She, she shouted something. Watch out or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't see you. Sorry. Mm. And then she sort of scowled at me and muttered something hostile, mm, mm. which is my trigger. It is. It is. So my trigger is mm, mm. I'm quick to apologise. I do not do well if somebody isn't gracious in their acceptance of the apology. So she mutters and scowls, mm. and then I shout after her, I'm really sorry, is there, is there something else you wanted apart from an apology? Is there something else I can do apart from apologise? <laughs> yeah. Which, in the scheme of things that people shout, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not it's, the worst. No, but it's fine. <laughs> I wasn't, the point is I wasn't in control of myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I felt a little embarrassed. What did you think? I felt really bad for stopping at this step across it. It was all on me. I felt terrible. Um, (laughs) Anyway, then then as I stand up and and close the car door, Mm. what I can see is the young woman, one of the people who works in the shop, has witnessed the whole thing. Oh, no. And I don't know what to do because I really want the people in that shop to like me. I've been working on that by being very affable and pleasant. And I feel that she saw the unmasked me. Oh, no. So I said, I, I apologise. What else am I supposed to do? Oh. And she, she did a polite smile like, uh, please don't, out of con-. you know when an out of control person speaks to me? <laughs> just thinking, can this, can this interaction end? I don't want to be, whatever this is, I don't want to be caught up in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I feel oh. humiliated about going back in there. Oh, no. And... Even though I've been trying hard to ingratiate myself in that shop, I already think I'm on thin ice with them mm. because I think that I buy a suspicious amount of stuff. <laughs> suspicious? Why is it suspicious? Because I think I think I mentioned it on the podcast. They do home home mm. cooked takeaway food for you to heat up at home mm-hmm. on a Tuesday and a Friday. So there've been many occasions or multiple occasions where I have bought 
a full set of everything on offer for you. Yeah. A full set of everything on offer for me. Mm. And a full set of everything on offer for my wife, Sarah. Right, yeah. Now, you and others might be thinking, could could you not just share the, the stuff with Sarah? Is it not just coming into your house? And to those people, I'd say, no. This This woman does not respect food. Firstly, she goes at the containers like a fox going at a bin. <laughs> doesn't heat them up, does she? No, this no. is the thing. No, she no, doesn't no, mention no. it before. Yeah, yeah. She does not heat them up. <laughs> this is really lovely home-cooked food. Mm-mm. And it, it deserves of the respect of being heated. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just bring it home. She'll rip the lid off <laughs> and then start... I don't even know that she's using cutlery. <laughs> just getting in there like a dog. <laughs> yeah. So you need your own... So I do need my own. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm worried that the people in the shop because I'm because sometimes they they'll have a like a a starter, a main, and a side, mm-hmm. and then a couple of chutneys. So that's five things, right? Mm. So I'm, I'm buying fifteen things, mm-hmm. and I think they think maybe I'm going to go and open my own Londis. I feel bad. Tell you what I'm going to do. Basically, I panicked when you, when you said it was here because I was like, why, why do I? I don't know where to stop. And so I was panicking about, what, do I go around the corner? I didn't know what to do. But I was like, well, there's a zebra crossing. So I'll just get out here. So I, it was my fault. Um, I'll buy you some on the way to uh, see you next week. Thanks, Heather. week Bob. after. And then, and then, maybe... you just, then you don't have to go in for like a few weeks. Yeah, I could get a disguise. <laughs> that, you'll do that or do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then maybe a divorce. Yeah. Just wait till this succession podcast. So. <laughs> I've got some thoughts on that. <laughs> All right, Annabelle, quandary corner at the Glap Clinic here in Problematic. Okay, I'm going to do one quandary and then one bit of feedback from last week's one about the taxi dilemma. And is that because it's invaluable feedback or is it because you're short of quandaries? Um, bit, I'd of say, both. bit of both? I'd say I would have had enough, but I want to just be careful. Although we're not here next week. But yeah, I wanted to be careful mm. and make sure we had some. But also it's an email that I liked. So mm. I thought it was very worthy of inclusion. And it's from Helen in Coventry. As a lifelong drifter, I could identify with the taxi dilemma in this week's podcast. When I was a student, I worried so much about not seeming snooty that I would regularly sit in the front of the taxi and make awkward conversation with the driver. However, there came an occasion when, mid-journey, a taxi driver put his hand on my thigh. Oh, God. I panicked and continued to make polite conversation in case I offended oh, him God. and then got out as soon as I could, vowing never to sit in the front again. I think that's why I would never sit in the front. Right. I think yeah. I would be. I think it seems too. It seems too friendly. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. Just I'm nervous. I don't know. Yeah. I just yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah, sounds yeah, really, that. really awful. Do you know what? That, male privilege. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Yeah. Want, I didn't want to say, but I was trying yeah. to point it out. <laughs> She goes on, though. A few years later, I had a job which required me to be on call overnight. If I was needed, I would be dragged out of bed and have to get a taxi on my own across the city. I really, really did not want to make conversation. And after a few horrible half-asleep journeys resenting the drivers for talking to me, I resolved to be more assertive. The next time I was called out, I climbed into the cab and sat in silence. The driver started to make conversation. I remembered my resolution and tried to think of something to say, but ended up just snapping, I don't want to talk to you. I spent the rest of the journey feeling terrible and apologised to the driver as I got out. Having never managed anything in between overly polite or rude and grumpy, I now avoid taxis wherever possible. Mm. I think there is no middle ground. Mm. I honestly think Mm. we just have to resign ourselves. You're either going to be overly polite or be seen as rude and grumpy. Okay, let's move on to the quandary from Anon. I have a friend that kindly volunteers to look after my dog and they effectively house and dog sit at the same time because their place isn't suitable for pooches. They tend to only look after him for a night or two at a time. They recently asked whether one of their friends could come over and spend the evening in our house while they are dog sitting. I'm grateful to my friend for looking after my dog and want to be accommodating, but I don't know the friend and I don't want them in my house even when I'm not there. How should I respond? So, so let me get this straight. Yeah. So the friends go and do- so the, the, there's the dog owners. Yeah. They go out. Yeah. A friend goes and dog sits in their house. Yeah, for maybe a night or two. Right. And they are now proposing an understudy. 
not an understudy. They want their friend to come round to join them for an evening. So maybe there was they just having a friend over, like sleepover. No, it doesn't say sleeping. It just says spend the evening in our house. It doesn't say spend the night. For me, there's a difference. See, I have some thoughts on this, if I may. Okay. I feel like you're pretty lucky having this friend who's looking after your dog while you're out, mm. especially for a night or two, and house-sitting. I think there's not much you can do about this. You can't suddenly start making rules about it at this stage. Mm. So you either don't have them round and find someone else or don't go away, or you just have to, you have to put up with it. Mm. Maybe if they were spending the night, you could say, oh, I don't really want someone I don't know spending the night. But just coming around for the evening and sitting in your living room using your toilet, is it so bad? Mm. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I'm I mean, trying to imagine how I would feel. I mean, here's what I think. So, on one hand, if somebody takes the time to write in, I, I feel inherently needy. Yeah. So, I want them to like me. Yeah, yeah. So, to some extent, what I'm trying to do is second guess what they want to hear. Okay. And then just parrot that back to them. Okay, go on then. On the other hand, right. I think they're being completely unreasonable. Oh! Yes. Well, asking I, to have an orgy. Or... Well, this is the thing. If they, I mean, I if they were staying the night, that takes you up a notch. Yeah, yeah, a, a small notch. I'd still be a yeah. well. At least What's I'm, going get, on I'm getting in that a, house of I'm, yours. I'm getting a free dog sitter. So, but just for an evening, I think it's all right, isn't it? Because your friend's there to supervise. You're not yeah. having a stranger going through your underwear no. drawer. Your friend is there to say, "Can do you mind not going yeah. through your underwear drawer? It's my friend." Yeah, yeah. And if you trust them. Mm. I mean, maybe that's the, the issue here. There's uh, a fundamental lack of trust in the friend. Maybe yeah. you think they're going to bring a hoodlum round? Mm, yeah, yeah. He might spit on the floor, for example. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> a delinquent of some sort. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go back to your first thought. What do you think a non would like to hear? Listen. <laughs> Here's what I really think. Okay. I was just saying that for comic fact. Oh, comic okay. Fact. Okay, okay. Here's what I really think. Okay. Your home is your castle. Yeah. Your gaff, your rules. Okay. And we each have a different relationship with the space that we call home. Mm-hmm. And that, that can, you don't want it to feel violated. Mm-hmm. You want it to feel like your safe space. Mm-hmm. And I think what is extremely important is just even, even when you're not there, just know, knowing that you have got complete veto over who sits on your sofa. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, here's what I think is important. That if someone's doing you a favour, that I, th- I think it is important to add a bunch of strings and caveats to that favour and to deny them. I think it's really important to deny them the ability to have human interaction whilst they're doing you a favour, which possibly includes picking up canine faecal matter. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay. So, you know, I think if, if it was me, yeah, I'd consider cutting that person loose. Just that they suggested mm. that someone should come into my house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd think, oh, what's your agenda then? What are you really up to? What long game are you playing here? <laughs> You're stirring. Squatters? Squatters, squatters. Squatting? Is Next thing a... you know, the locks are changed. That's all yeah, we're saying. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So preemptively, mm. I would uh, I, I'd cut off all time. I'd ghost that person okay. in the modern vernacular. Right. And, uh, and, and that would be that. And I wouldn't go out as much so, because you know, dog sitters are hard <laughs> to find. And... That's that's what I would do. Okay. Is that what they wanted to hear? I don't know. I think that what they want to hear is it's okay to say, do you, do you mind if it's just you? I'm just a bit uncomfortable with other people in my house. I think that's what she wants to hear. Yeah. That's I say I she could be a man. That's what, that's what I think as okay, well. Okay, good. There we go. That's your advice. And 
that was our podcast. Thank you for listening. A reminder, I won't be here next week. I'll be off on a mini break with my wife. Lovely. My 50th birthday. Staring that depressing number in the face. <laughs> um, so, yes, the, the podcast next week will be back the week after. If you have a story for us, you can send it hello at adriftpodcast.com. Same goes for Quandary Corner. And while we're off, take a little peep at Annabelle's Substack. What's cooking in Martika's kitchen? What? No, I'm trying to, just, just trying, to, trying to come up with something. I never thought it would be in the same sentence as Martika's kitchen, no. but here we are. Um, Annabelle's Substack. Come and see what's cooking. I think we should do a come and see what's cooking in Annabelle's Substack to the tune of Martika's... No? No. Not with it. Okay. No, no, no. So I'll think about it while I'm off. Do it to the tune of Love Shack. Sign says, stay away fools. <laughs> oh, no, don't. You should put a, a sign on your Substack <laughs> stay away fools. <laughs> Uh, just remind people of how they can find it. Oh, sorry, annabelleport.substack.com. Okay. Thanks to Man and the Echo for the backing music and to Emily Harrison for the incidental music. Carla Gowlett took our photos. Kim Rainey designed our artwork. And quote of the week, Irish! Podication comes from Alan Trainer, who says, Hi. Hi. Oh, I'd like to request a podication to my long-term girlfriend, long-term drifter, and long-term contributor to the show, Lucy Adams. Oh, yes. I, I just subbed that as I was reading it. He wrote regular contributor, but I thought, let's go for the 3 B. Let's mm. go for the hat trick. Mm. Um, Lucy's done an amazing job this year helping her mum following major surgery. Her mum lives over an hour away by car. If you don't need anyone to go on a journey with you. Lucy, mm. I'm your guy. Mm. I love going in cars. Yeah. Sit in the back so you don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, <laughs> on top of looking after two kids, maintaining a household, studying for her financial planner exams, and most importantly, looking after our beautiful baby cat, Zaza, mm. who's been on well. Oh, poor Zaza. Poor Zaza. I like saying Zaza. Yeah, you were saying it differently to me. Zaza. <laughs> yeah. You're simply amazing, Lucy, and I'll be here for you. Love you very much. Alan. Lovely. Thanks, Alan. That's nice. Hello, Alan. So there we go. Um, Lucy, hope you hear this on one of those car journeys. Mm. Hope Zaza's feeling better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and your mum. Yep. And just that life, life continues to, I hope you, you continue to not just survive, but to thrive. Yes. And if you would like a vacation, then email us, hello at adriftpodcast.com. <laughs>